Hello, this is John Renaud, and you're listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival via the CEF.world. Check us out, Uncommon Genius for the Common Types. This is York Line, and you're listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival with your host, John Renard. Yes, indeed, York. And again, thank you for coming back and talking to me, man. That's pretty fancy, huh? I got uh, tech savvy on you this time. You got to see. I, you got to see it right here on on the meeting. Yeah, I see. Yeah, very impressed with that, huh? At least I am. <laughs> That's really, really cool. And to see us some lines out of Inquisition standing. Yeah, because I want to talk about that song, and I wanted to remind myself about um, some of the lines that I found, the lyric lines that I found exceedingly uh, compelling. If I look at it into, hey, this is exactly what's going on today in today's realm. Um, in fact, yeah, yeah. why don't we, uh, why don't we, Inquisition is the song I, wa I wanted to have you on and talk about because it's kind of a new release for you guys. Yes. Um, and this is not a Yorg project. It is one of your band's projects. It's Adrenom. Is Am I saying that correctly? Is it Adrenom? Is that how to say that? Uh, we had a look into the dictionary and I had a lot of talk to the English, to the, to the British people, you know, right. the, around London. And ah, um, so we found out it has to it has to sound itanum, you know, ita like radio. Oh boy! <laughs> For the British people, they are um, they have a really different language, I guess. Right. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say it adernam. Then I'm going to say the Americans say it correctly, and it's adernam. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and you're driving on the right side and not on the wrong left yes. side, I guess. <laughs> now, who knows? They're probably saying it correctly. But um, I want to really talk about this song because I, I really, really like it. You were kind enough to um, send me some advance work on the song, which was rather complete in its own. And uh, you were kind enough to ask me for my opinion, which I'm not really good at giving opinions. But I did point out a lot of the stuff that I loved in it. Um, and I, nice. I saw that you made some changes to it. So I want to talk about that. But first, I think we should play the song. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm Let's, okay with that. Really? All right. So we're going to roll the song right now. Hey! 
seven seven minutes and seven seconds of amazing musical vibe my friend that is freaking fantastic thank you very much my friend thank you. oh my god that is just beautiful rock and roll that is just beautiful rock and roll man i did my best <laughs> that that like when you sent me the um the kind of, I guess you would call them rough tracks. They sounded pretty yeah. finished to me. I was like, that sounds great as is. And you tweaked it probably three times since the original that you sent me. And everything just musically fits. And it's an amazing, it's almost like its own classical piece of music. That sounds really cool. Thank you, John. For oh, that. my God. So, so I think... Uh, to talk about this song is really, really interesting. First, I have some of the lyrics that stuck with me that really made... I assume you wrote the lyrics to this. Is that correct? Um, watch your step and watch your words. The consequence will be accension. Accension. Accension to light someone burning on the... I don't know the word, but you know, they yeah. burnt down the witches in yeah. the medieval age. So you, when you wrote it, it, was it about the witches or were you doing something that was an allegory for what may be going on in certain circles today? No, I was thinking about really of the situation in times of the, gotcha. the Romanian, the Roman Inquisition. Right. And... As usual, I thought about making a story. There's much more in there. And to be honest, the, the main song, the title song, Inquisition, is not really not the main part of the story. Right. The main part is a woman who poisoned her sister. And so you can see all those guys, all those uh, innocent guys of a small thorp, of a small village in the right. medieval age, um they are paying each other they have one uh one woman with with healing forces and um, in the same moment the the great inquisitor inquisitor comes to that thorp and it's the same timeline and so that innocent young girl who always wanted to help and to to heal and to keep them healthy is um signed as a witch and she's going to flee and so the um the the whole album i'm going to construct with that will contain two parts the one time the the pagan side the pagan metal with a flute and uh, some strings and so on and the other side the big and mighty inquisition with the church organ and the fat guitars and the fat drums and so on to make Yes, I'm I'm again I'm torn. <laughs> yes. That's so fascinating. So you're using musically you're going to use in in the album that you're creating along these the, the same theme you're using um maybe the might of that church at the time. Yes. Having this big solid overbearing voice in a way. Yeah. And then you're going to use the voice of the lady as you're going to break it down to kind of simplistic um, um, instrumentation, lighter instrumentation, less instrumentation, yeah, yeah. easier, yeah, less chords, and so on. Yeah, that is Sim so with a simpler construct. Yeah, 
Yeah, that that's a very it, it feels like I mean, I guess the song itself has a kind of a I felt it was kind of had this gothic forbearance to it, if that makes any sense at all. Cause it's not like, you know, in the video, which we'll talk about too, um, it's not like you guys are are, you know, with with black mascara dripping from your eyes, goth guys, but it's obviously a heavy metal rock piece. But it just yes. has so much going on to it. Um, I guess that really wasn't a question. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it really is a powerful piece of, of, of rock music, I think. And how does, how do you, how do you conceptualize that? Do you, you start with the story and you go, hmm, that's interesting. Now I need to create the church. And then so you create the church sound and then you write the lyrics or did the lyrics come first? Um, indeed, it was. Um, the first song I wrote for that all was named or is named uh, Footsteps in the Snow. And it was for a former project. I, I wrote that song around 2010, I guess. And it's a, more or less, it's a, it's a tiny acoustic guitar ballad. And that was the young lady, the, um, she's called, her, her name is Marion, those, um, those healer, girl, woman, those innocent thing. And she has to flee before, hmm, I didn't know. And then I thought about, hmm, why not the Inquisition? That was the enemy of all those uh, pagan rites. And so, so the first song was done. And then I thought about, okay, I need more actors in this play. And why not call the, 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 that dark might of the church and of the cross. And literally, uh, like you were looking into a bookshelf, you you have one light book, one light and tiny book in, in a light green. And you look for a fat book with a cross on it in, in dark colors. And so, and literally, I'm, I'm doing this way. I think about, okay, what harmonies can I use? What, what themes can I describe to make it interesting? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, an, it's amazing. I was thinking about just the guitar work and the amount of changes guitar lead, you know, in the guitar lead itself that you put in there. And I'm thinking there's distinctively four that I can think of that just say, it's the same song, but I'm going to completely change the tactic of, of play, you know, what, what your fingers are doing, what you're doing musically yeah, yeah, with yeah. the guitar itself. And then all the music supports those changes. It's, it, it feels like a lot of your attention to classical music is coming out in this rock and roll piece to me. Would you, would you say that's a fair view on it? Um, yes, I would say there's so much classic inside and I always use um, classic, classic vibes and classical influences because I come from, from classic. It's the first instrument I, I learned with a classic guitar. And so sure, I'm influenced of the harmonic minor scale that describes my life really good, I would say. Nice. <laughs> and um, to make such a song, you have an idea. You have some harmonies that are running um, when you know a little bit about um, the harmonic scales. And so one is running in Dorian, one is running in Mixolydian and so on. And you think about, okay, what can I do? I have a, a, a basic 
harmony of of B minor maybe and do I start with an B or do I start with an C sharp and then I'm in a in, in another harmonic scale and it sounds a little more a little more um, Nordic or a little more like Italian music or classical music from Spain or something and when you have the overview of all these great elements you can use then it is like a like a child play you you get that ball that fits into a round hole and you get the triangle and you know what i mean yeah it's it's funny as you were talking about that it made me realize that's part what gives it a a battle in heaven feel because the musical elements although they're they're woven and working together yeah they're fighting they feel like they're fighting with each other a little bit in the process of collectively coming to the song right and the drumming yes. as well but i'm talking about like what you're doing with with the uh just the lines the musical lines of the other instruments obviously the drumming is you know at some points pounding out the battle you know between yes. he heaven and earth and uh <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean that's the way it feels to me when i hear it and it's 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 lovely i I wanted to ask one more thing because I, I found have trust in us and strong faith to the Godhead, if I got it correctly, right? Yeah, the Godhead, yeah. And I found it really fascinating that it's a, it's a very strong line at an appropriate time in the yes. song. It made me feel, that's one of the lines that made me feel like, oh my God, he's commenting on today's world. Now, I know that you've already yeah, said yeah. that's not really your purpose, but it, it, it struck me as a really strong thing. And why, why did you use the word Godhead instead of God was one of the things I was curious about. Um, the Godhead is a terminus that is used in the, in the Catholic Church. So it is an old English terminus and it's outdated, I know. But uh, for the place is running in the medieval age, I can use all those old words like yeah no i loved head. it i loved it and also the word thorpe i had my my colleague from london um and he was asking me hey what means thorpe um if you have a look at your at your landscape you will find uh, some some um connections of thorpe in the names of your small villages ah, ah i see it's a small village yes it is it is a really really old world and um, for I'm not a native um, English speaker, I can use all these words like 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 puzzles, like puzzles. No, it's elements. very fascinating. It's and I liked it too because using the word God head, yeah. because it kept like I I thought oh that's cool because now people can't say oh you're you're mocking God in any way because really you're using an archaic term to kind of indicate the same, you know what I mean? It removes it from a literal interpretation of like, yeah, yeah. that God's causing the problem for you. It's, it makes it feel more like the interpretation of God is what's causing the problem for you. I don't, I don't know. That's a little esoteric, but that's part of what I felt. I thought, wow, that's a really strong lyric, man. Yeah. When you, when you transport it into, into presence, there are similar things going on. You have, in my in my role play on the Inquisition album, you would have um, those those pagan rites. So every village has its own gods, 
for us it may be the god of the god of commerce or the god of um of diesel driving cars or something and you you may be right you can transport that into today and there is only one really god but there's no really only good and only bad it's like like um, you know yin and yang yeah i'm with you 100 it's mixed on this. In, yeah. in itself and so in my role player the inquisition is absolutely um, true and innocent and they believe in what they do and the the counterpart the 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 thorpe inhabitants they also think um okay the god of thunder or the god of of i don't know you know the god of um of the sea right that are gods that protect me or do me harm or something and you you surely you can transport it into today everyone's believing in, in its own god but i'm sure there's only one one really high intelligence um starting everything and will end everything i think that's a fair assessment man i think that's the <laughs> i think that's big time truth the video uh i think you asked me about the video the videos i i think it it's exceptional um, <laughs> thank you <laughs> i i i i know that uh you know you and i have done a video via the internet because we're not in the same country yes. and i know we ran i ran into some as the guy who edited that i know i ran into some problems um on you know how to make it look where it worked uh i think that you uh i'm assuming you used green screen and that looks great um and just just this i mean it's simple in a way in the way it should be and it uh it does have this feel of of a heavy church yeah of darkness yeah 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 um so i think i i think the video is is fantastic thank so, you thank yeah you absolutely so absolutely man i think that uh, uh you know the more that you it seems like the you're dabbling with video more and I think that that's a good medium for you. I think that, that, I mean, I think you're really getting a fine hand on how to express yourself with that. Yeah, that's, that's the result when you're doing, when you want to do highest quality and yeah. when you want to, to bring your thoughts in a play with no budget. Right. So you have, you always have to think about, oh, I need a background picture and I need the light from that corner. Yeah. In other case, I could not do the green screen with my yeah, no budget lights and no budget green screen. And, yeah. um, you know, this room, I was doing everything here in this room, including the singer. Yeah. And all around to make it look so, so easy and so, so full of vibe. It took me 60 hours of working on the video parts. No, I get it, man. I think that um, I think you have to spend time getting multiple shots. It's probably more so with a music video than if you're doing a drama because you're not sure how it's going to cut because it's a little more um, abstract and you just you shoot a little more and you you get good coverage of it and you go ah there it is you know I'm going to yeah, take that yeah. but that that just yeah. takes time. Uh, the video I'm currently working on for a song I have written called Blue Light. 
is yeah. it's it's an odd song for me, but it's been in my catalog for a while, and I'm like, I got to finally do this. It's actually about I wrote it for um, the Lee Christman project I was working on, so it's about yeah. alien. It's about alien abduction. Cool. Cool. So I'm using and green with. screen to kind of, it's kind of a fun tongue in cheek video, but it's just, again, I'm back to using green screen in part because of COVID and it's tougher to go out and shoot with people. Yeah, um, sure. But I don't think you had to, it didn't feel like you made any compromises in the video you put together. Um, what, the singer, why don't we talk a little about the singer? What's, what's that cat's name? Um, his name is Vauxel. I don't even know if I, Volk, Volkner, or is there an N in there or Volk? <laughs> it's you know how it's written w a u x l oh so it's and that's a that's a tiny uh a, a baby name right his mother gave him 40 years ago or so interesting well he's got no baby voice he's got a great voice especially for the you know for that hard driven rock and roll he sounds fantastic i know you did a little assist on the vocals as well because i can always uh hear what you got going which i think the backup vocals are amazing uh, Thank you. Your your uh, your voiced work where you're doing the spoken part it sounds fantastic. Um, so how long have you worked with that singer? Is that the Adernam singer, or is there is it someone that you brought in for this project in particular? Um, it's a it's a long story. We were friends um, in the age he was. I think 16 and I was around 20. I was working in a guitar shop here in my in my city and he was a guitar student of a colleague of mine. Oh nice. And so we sometimes met in the in the showroom of the of the music center there and we met a few years later we had um one one um gig together with our two bands his first band was named was named um wicked charmer wicked charmer it was yes and i was doing it with a band named vincent and you may know there's uh, the story about the the beauty and the beast and the beast's name was vincent and so i saw my role in music the beast the man from <laughs> behind Maybe the man with the mask, if you want, so from the right. Phantom of the Opera. So I saw my role, and that was a time I did sing with the acoustic guitar, but in in electric guitar things or in band things, I never was a singer. Right. So Matt Vauxel was a singer in his band, and it took again a few years until two thousand and three, I guess. We met again. I, to be honest, I don't know how. But we met again, and I was working a little bit on my inspiration for uh, fight for the king, fight for the King Kong, <laughs> yeah. fight for the kingdom. And there were so strong pictures in my head. I was driving along a road, and on the left side, I saw uh, dust a little bit far away. There was a, a wood and the dust in the wood, and above, a full moon. And that caused me to to hear the song "Fight for the Kingdom." Nice. So I was starting working in my in my basement, you know, um, as usual, no budget, working with that using two computers, one only for the drum programming, and the you know the the connection was it was connected by MIDI, musical instrument digital interface, and 
every sixth note or so was missing because the computers were running on the edge. Yeah. That was that was really hard. So I made that thing and Matt visited me, listened to the songs. Hey, we have to do that. Yeah, okay, tried to sing. Um, 16 songs, no, that's not, that's not true. Um, 14 songs, 12 songs later, I thought, oh, I have to do some little interludes, some little parts to bridge between one rock song and the other. Right. Um, Matt, don't you know a female singer? Oh, yes, I have one. I did um, with my band together. I did some songs with her. Yeah, she came. She made those little snippet parts, the little songs. And after that, um, to be to tell you the truth, I was on the point to quit making music. Oh again. my gosh! Yeah, again, <laughs> again, again. <laughs> okay, but Matt said, "Hey, you can't stop that now. That's a really cool thing we did." Um, um, the ballad things, the rock things, the, the double bass parts and so on. We, we have to make a band. Okay, if you want to. Then we were around two years in the rehearsal room. Had a band, um, as usual, with three drummers. One after, <laughs> you, know, right. you, you know how it is. Yes. And then we did Fight for the Kingdom here in my hometown uh, we played four or five, five gigs, I guess. And then came the question, okay, with that songs, we're gone, we have to move to other cities. And unfortunately, that was the time rock was dying here yes. in Germany. So we had no, no real chance without spending money, you know, as usual, no budget to to reach other cities or go to the north to the to the metal and so on. Yeah, then our ways um, went into other things, into, a, huh? into other directions. Yeah, and then I had the idea of Inquisition. It's um, to be honest, it's a few years ago, right? And I sent I sent him the the song. Hey, don't you want to to help a little bit? We the um, we published the. Um, the fight for the kingdom a few weeks ago for the first time really official and doing it in surgery records in UK and so right. hey, and we have a lot of people listening to it and they love it. Won't you try to sing Inquisition? So I sent him, he told me, okay, give me a few days and um, let me do a free interpretation of that. Um, and I was not happy with what I got back. Okay, right. then I'm going to sing that song by myself. You are doing um, other power rock parts and so on. Um, yes, but then came the point. No, Vauxel, we have to do this song. Please try to sing that song exactly in my line. And I swear to you, your voice and my music, it will become a hit. Yeah. And I have the feeling it has become a hit. That is very interesting. He definitely um, made it his song. So kudos yes, to him yes. because he took, you placed upon him some vocal demands. Um, and everyone, I mean, by the time you're past 25, you've learned how to sing your way. 
just just yes. like playing a guitar. Yeah. I, I think that's amazing because he totally owns that. I would never, I would have guessed that he had total freedom to interpret that song the way he, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a really good singer, man, where he, he's like, oh, okay, I'll work on it. And he obviously did. And he came back and you were happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. I remember a guy once <laughs> who needed a singer and he heard me sing and he's like, Hey man, will you sing in my, band he goes I, i'm just gonna be doing like five songs at a thing and i go yeah man it won't take me that long to learn I'll, I'll help you out and the whole first practice the whole first rehearsal he became so fixated with one of my phrasings that okay <laughs> he just he's like no like this and I, I go okay cool man and i i wouldn't do it right and he'd go no like this and he'd get more annoyed with me every time i go hey man i got the note i understand how you want me to do it it's not going to change today. Let me take it home. I'll come back and I'll, and it just, he wouldn't even give me the space to change, change. You know, it was a weird thing. And I, I ended up not working for the guy, but, uh, um, so I guess in your case, you said, no, man, just in a persuasive way, the, my line of music and your voice is actually going to make the song yeah, sound so yeah. much better than, than you could make it sound in your own feeling. Really? Like yes. you're saying, I want it. I want your voice on this. That's very cool. Yeah, and <clears throat> I really have to say the construct of the whole Atanom thing, you know, I'm doing different styles of music and maybe I have a little bit of talent to slip into different roles of music. I can be the blues musician. I guess I can be a fairly good metal musician, but those Atanom construct I'm using those fat six-siding, six-string uh, bass. Yeah. The heavy bass drums and uh, really fat snare on it. And Matt's voice, Vauxhall's voice, exactly cuts through this mix. Yeah, and my got, voice doesn't. Got a, well, I mean, you, you, have a, you have a good expressive voice as well. And, you know, who would know if you just did the vocals and we didn't hear the other guy, we wouldn't have a reference to compare it to. Um, and it yeah. would probably be just as compelling. Um, but I, I totally hear what you're saying that you appreciate the guy's voice, voice and his vocals on that. And, uh, like you're doing the background vocals. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the funny thing, um, in doing my background <laughs> vocals, um, you know, those choir of Yorks, right. Those are only eight voices four on the right, four on the left. Right and two additional second voices to to Vauxhall. and the problem with my voice is you know i'm a, i want to make it perfect and there was a point in time i was singing it was a, a different song it was an experiment of a song and i tried to sing um a wall of voices right you know when you're doing a, a wall of guitar you're playing the same guitar notes for 16 times or so and you get a wall and was what happens to my voice and to my um, type of guitar playing, you get a flanging. You have exactly the same voice flanging in, right. in each other. So right. I, I can't do um, choir voices in the same notes. It's That's not so possible. Funny. That is funny, man. <laughs> That's very cool, though. That's an interesting interesting observation and have i think you hit your ear your your pitch your perfect pitch probably does get in the way of some things uh, yes yeah you know what i mean it's like I, someone else might not be that 
exacting with what they're hearing, which is yeah, really, I'm yeah. sure, with the part that you go, ooh, I don't really dig that. Anyone else in the room is kind of going, uh, it sounds okay to me. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, it's, and that's, it's, that's the point where you start to make perfection. Yeah. Uh, that way, when you begin to make perfection. <laughs> Do you have a, a set? Um, it's, I just thought of this while you were talking. Do you have a set reverb that you use on your voice? Do you have a set? It doesn't sound like you're going overkill on any of the effects when I hear your voice, but do you have a set reverb that you know you prefer that you use a lot, or do you set that per song? Every song, new song, you just go with fresh ears. I tried several and different types of reverb. I'm working with uh, Creamware hardware, uh -huh. and those are DSP-based sound cards where you can uh, put all the reverb and the compressors and all those mixing stuff and all the plugins you can um, get out of the computer onto your sound cards. So I'm working with uh, 22 DSP processors, and those Creamware uh, has a plug-in, a reverb plug-in, um, made in around in the year of 2000 or so. Right. And this is the only and real reverb I use for everything. Interesting. That's me. That kind of reverb is me. It's a, um, not a plate hall. It's a, it's a large room. It's kind of cathedral. You don't have so many pre-delays in there, but you have a, a large depth of a room. And you can you cannot hear that reverb. You only can feel it. And there's a bit, right. little bit on the drums. And as usual, I try to to put all the instruments of the band in one room. So I have a pre-delay on the drums. So you may feel that the drums are standing around five meters away from the listeners. The guitars are panned hard right, hard left, but also standing in the room. And only Wauxel. He is standing in the front with the reverb behind him without any pre-delay. And so I can make the, in German you call it Tiefenstaffelung, the, the depth of a recording, always in the feeling of, hey, when I listen to it and close my eyes, I can see the yeah, band. I got you. And when you can see the band with your closed eyes in your, in your headphones, you will understand why the video is like it is right yeah no i get it <laughs> i get it it's it's such a fascinating uh um i mean you're so kind of accurate with what you do yet there's still a free freeness to the sound of the music so it's interesting to me because i'm sure you kind of plan out what you hear so it's all like an exacto knife going at the song yeah, yeah. So even if it feels free, it's kind of like the thing that you push and plan for. Um, it's, there does, uh, that song yeah, feels yeah. loose. It's not like that's yeah. that song feels uptight. It's just, you know, there's there's sections in there that become tighter, and there's sections that kind of open up more and become loose. And it's just fascinating to me that you you you're literally in your brain. You're going ah, it's got to be this 
because this yeah. is expressing the freedom of the moment opposed to, yes. oh, it's yes. got to be this because it's expressing, you know, the battle that's going on internally for the, the yeah, character to, that you're thinking of, you know. Or to make the sun shine in the moment of, uh, you know, where the, where the monk speech starts. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole song rolls out and I start to play those bass line with the bass guitar and you can see, okay, there's, there's freedom, there's, there's light, there's a sky. Yeah. And that's, again, a, a torn aspect of music. You have those strong line and then you need a little bit of freedom. Yeah. But the freedom of um, creating such a music happens in the first minutes you're thinking about a song. Then you got yeah. that feeling and the only thing you have to do, you know it by yourself, you yes. only have to fix your thoughts. That's the whole process. Yeah. The first idea is done in the first 10 minutes or so. Yeah, usually, I mean, I've worked on, I, my, my work isn't as complicated as yours, but it still is the same thing where basically um, some kind of cosmic interchange gives me the, mm -hmm. the, the idea of the song in its completeness in a weird way. And then I just have to figure it out. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so I'll get just a, a feel. A lot of times I just get a feeling that I know, I know the song, I know what it is and I don't have anything other than this feeling. And then it's like, well, what does it feel like? And then how do you, do I start with an instrument or do I start with the lyric? But it's kind of like unfolding the mystery of this thing. I have done it the other way where you technically just go, I'm going to write something today. Yeah. And, and sometimes that works out, but not as often. Uh-huh. You know, where you're just like, okay, I, I'm going to go into the, I'm going to find a chord progression that I like. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I'm going to, what rhythm do I want for the, you know what I mean? And it's kind of backwards engineering. It doesn't, it doesn't give me a song I'm happy with as many times as just following that vibe that just mm -hmm. kind of comes to you like a glorious light. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's another way of, of combining things together. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure, do you also have those? those strong urge, urge for symmetry? Do you absolutely need um, guitar one, half right, guitar two, half yeah. left, the bass, the bass drum has to be absolutely in the center. Yeah. The choir voices have to stand exactly there, exactly there in symmetry. Do you have that too? You know, as you know, I let other people do my mixes or I let other people produce the, the final sound. And it, I had to have a really hard talk with myself about how I was not going to micromanage other artists' decisions yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on how to do that, which there's a, there's a plus and a minus to that because sometimes I'm woefully surprised and I just go, fuck, I never would have thought of doing it that way. And it sounds amazing. And then other times I'm like, it sounds really good, but I would yeah, have yeah. done different placement. Um, I mean, when I started off in a recording studio, I was doing radio and uh, I, I got offered a job to do commercials because the guy's like, dude, I've never heard anyone who EQs like you do. Okay. So that was my fixation. First, I had this voice and then I learned how to EQ it. And it would be very, I was in an eight track studio with tape. Mm -hmm. I think it was half inch, if I remember Band correctly. Machine, yeah. yeah. And so it was a little more laborious in some ways, but I would output in the board and come back and I would create a chain of outputs in through the effect. That's where it came from. Right. 
Yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. that was part of my obsession on how my sound would be. It was it. I I am solid about the idea of the placement of the the drum fills the center, and you build yeah, out yeah. from there whatever the preference is. Um, but I think in your case, it's really fascinating because that's part of just how you see sound. Yes, exactly. Like yeah, like you. That's part of the mix itself meaning that's part of you, you if you put the if you put the stuff the band the way you see it you don't have to e you don't have to make any differences in eqs that other people would decide in other words you you want it to be a band in the room yes yes that's someone else is yet. going someone else is going i want it to be the beatles you know sergeant peppers so i'm going to be clever mm -hmm. with my mixing and i'm going to yeah. you know play around More organic with also yeah yeah and it's just gonna but i think in your case listening to a lot of your stuff it's just part of how you process sound itself and you're like dude this is this if i have this here then i understand the energy of the song yeah yeah you know it's very powerful as we we just heard at the beginning of this podcast which is which is really interesting because we i was going to try to talk about some other things um i was going to try to talk about our upcoming project that we're working on. And I, I wanted to talk to you about, a, a, you know, a, just a couple other things in general, but I don't yes. think we're going to have time for it in this session. I think we've covered um, quite a bit on just how you look at music, which is probably a fantastic podcast to itself. So I think we're going to sign out, but I think we should have people, you should let people know where they can find your, your material. Yeah. The, the new thing you can um, primarily, you can find it on the star.easy2.uk. What a word. <laughs> That's uh, the record store of the label. But at the moment, I guess it should be listed in all um, in all medias, in all record stores and so on worldwide. It should be available. And you can find the Inquisition video at the moment on my facebook account look for york from germany um because i'm york from germany you know <laughs> or you look into youtube and find their inquisition by Aitanon. that's the way that's and you get and they got to hear that they got to hear that song at the beginning of the show that is one hell of a rock and roll song brother <laughs> brilliant work so much and and thanks for coming back and we'll have you back in a in a couple of weeks and we're maybe even sooner and we'll talk about the uh, radio venture that we're about to go on yes i would love to fantastic yeah. man good talking I'm to looking you again. forward <laughs> all right brother thank you so much <laughs> thank you as always man hey there this is john i want to thank everyone for listening to the mobile radio carnival at the cef.world i also want to say hey thanks york for being on the show there so if you have a bit more time to lend the show i'm thinking it'd be a cool thing to play yorgs or rather adernam's song inquisition yet one more time so you can hear this amazing musical endeavor from a very serious-minded rock and roller so do enjoy the ride <laughs> <laughs>